Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, ooh lolly, 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 lollipop. Good afternoon, Delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiceness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Collican District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. It is week two of what was a five-day lockdown, so uh, yeah, we're into the thick of it. How's it going, Max? Yeah, good. Pretty good. How's yeah. uh, how's week two gone for you? All the extra yeah, days. Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Getting up to much yeah. in the the lockdown state of things. Uh, not much. Not much. How's the yeah. schooly stuff going? Yeah, good. Had anything extra to do? Uh, no, not really. Just the usual stuff. Yeah. What does that entail? Uh, just sitting in my room on my computer doing work. Full excitement. <laughs> yeah. Anything in particular you've been learning about this week? Um, not really. Not really. All different subjects. I'm sure the teachers will be happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we have got uh, another um, remote show organised for you. I don't know if people can tell from the, the slight delay, but uh, Max, you're still at your house due to the, uh, the social distancing thing at the moment. We're only allowed one person in the studio. Mhm. Mhm. Um so is there anything else you've been up to in the weekend? Uh bike ride. Bit of a bike ride again. Yeah. Yep. Excellent. Well, we might uh, kick this show off then and find out what's new on the shelf. What's new? Okie dokie, Max. What is new on the shelf this week? Uh, new M&M's. Mm-hmm. So M&M's are pretty good at bringing out various different flavours. And I'll admit, this one had uh, skipped me past. Your mum uh, found these ones. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I was looking down the usual uh, lolly aisles and things like that, and these were not there. <laughs> they were in a completely mm-hmm. different section of... Uh, the particular shopping or supermarket that I was at. But uh, what's, what's so new about uh, these M&Ms? I don't actually know. Ah, so it's a bit of a blind test for you. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I do know what these ones are. So what, what we might do then is see if you can guess what the flavour is. Uh, because I have given you uh, some from uh, the packet, but uh, do, you, do you want to try and have a guess? Okay. Yeah. So uh, what can you tell us as you open up the little packet there? There's red, blue, and white ones. Is it giving you any clues just from the colouring as to what it might be? I 
Don't know. Don't know? Okay. What about sniff test or anything like that? No, it just smells like normal M&M's. Just that chocolatey, sugary aroma? Yeah. Okay, well, have a bit of a nibble. I can't guarantee that um, uh, the different colours are different flavours, <laughs> considering what the actual inspiration behind this new taste is. Going for the crunch. They sort of taste like bubblegum flavours. Do they? Funny that. <laughs> Would you believe that they are indeed bubblegum flavoured? Oh. <laughs> is, is there a particular type of bubblegum that comes to mind as you're chewing on that? Um, Tutti Fruity. Tutti Fruity, perhaps. Did you go for one colour at a time or...? Uh-huh. Yep. So what, what colour was that one? Um, I think that was blue. The blue ones, yep. Mm-hmm. Now, as I said, I cannot guarantee that the flavours are different per colour, but feel free to uh, to check that out. So, yeah, that there is a blue blue one there, and I would expect that there could be kind of a tutti-frutti bubblegum flavour. Do you want to try a different colour? Mm-hmm. What have you gone with? White. Okay, the white one. See if that has any different bubblegum flavour or if it's still the f- same sort of thing. I don't know what that flavour is. Yeah. Is it still possibly tutti fruity ish, um, or just generic bubble gum? Not really. Not really. It has changed flavour. Yeah. I'm feeling like I'm going to have to uh, try this myself now, because I was assuming, because uh, your mum put me on to them, that you might have tried these already. Yeah. <laughs> dokie. So yeah. Ooh, I've gone with the white one as well. Got a bit of a a sharper taste to it. Not like a burning hot flavour, but bit of a tingle or a tang. Mm-hmm. So it de- definitely doesn't taste like Tutti Fruity. But I'm now trying to think, because I know what the actual uh, inspiration behind the flavour is, I can't think what flavour that would be. Have you got the pink one there, or the reddy coloured one? Yeah. Want to give that a shot and see if... It has the same sort of flavour or not, because it's still got that um, M&M chocolatey taste in the centre. Mm-hmm. But the blue one, yeah, definitely has a tutti fruity ish taste to it. Can't say the same about the pink or the white, which makes me think that the flavour definitely has to be in the um, the outer shell. They haven't mm-hmm. flavoured the chocolate. But do you want to try and guess what brand of bubblegum has inspired this new M&M flavour? Uh, probably Hubba Bubba. It is indeed Hubba Bubba. So they're the new pink bags of um, M&M's. And uh, yeah, it does have a Hubba Bubba, or at least a bubblegum taste, a tutti fruity taste to it. Mm-hmm. What's your uh, rating? Um... Probably one thumb up. One thumb up. Considering it's only really the blue one that um, gave away the flavour, you're lucky you probably guessed that one first. But, uh, yeah, there you go. That is the new Hubba Bubba-inspired M&Ms on uh, Afternoon Delight. We'll pop that up on our Facebook page. If you'd like to have a, a bit of a check of those yourself, let us know. Have you tried them? If so, what's your thoughts? And... Uh, 
We'll take a short break, come back to chat about this week's topic. Radio Max, it is time to have a bit of a chat about this week's topic, which is Vimto. <laughs> now, have you heard of Vimto before? No. I'll admit, I haven't really heard of it before. I kind of know of it, but because it's not an Australian product, I haven't really grown up with Vimto. Uh, but as with a number of different things on this show, considering we look at lots of different sweet treats, it was first manufactured as a health tonic. So a lot of the lollies that we look at were first created as medicine back in the uh, the dark ages of the early 1900s. <laughs> but um, it is a soft drink, or a, it's actually a cordial. We've got a soft drink version um, that we're going to be looking at today. But uh, technically, it is a type of cordial. So the original recipe was created in 1908 in the middle of England, a place called Manchester, by Joe Nichols. Uh, he was a wholesaler of herbs, spices, and different medicines, and he saw the market opening for soft drinks due to the temperance movement and the, pass, uh, the passing of the 1908 Licensing Act. So the temperance movement was a social movement against the consumption of alcoholic beverages. They were trying to... Um, wipe out, because a lot of people were uh, overindulging in alcohol, um, this temperance movement was, you know, against intoxication, trying to promote almost abstinence from alcohol. And so he thought if he could come up with a drink um, that is non-alcoholic, he could uh, jump into the market and, uh, you know, get involved. So it was originally sold under the name Vim Tonic, and then in 1912 he shortened that to Vimto. So uh, as it was originally registered as a health tonic or medicine, uh, a year after the rebrand of Vimto in 1913, they classed it as a cordial. So as with majority of cordials, it's something that you add to water, got a bit of a sugary base to it. Um, in 1910, because of uh, the premises on which it was being made was too small, they decided to move to a bigger warehouse and then a state-of-the-art plant by the time the uh, business grew and grew and grew. From the 1990s to 2003, Vimto advert, uh, advertisements used a little cartoon character called Purple Ronnie. Uh, there were some slightly rude poems that went along with those because the uh, creator of Purple Ronnie was uh, Gilly's Andrea. But um, Purple Ronnie um, kind of looks like uh, like a stick man with a smiley face and a large oval body. But uh, he would then have little cartoon rhymes to go with it. Um, do you know who... Um, have you ever heard of Gilly's Andrea before? Possibly don't not. think so, no. Uh, author of um, Giraffes Can't Dance. Have you seen that book before? No. No. He also wrote um, Winnie the Pooh and the Great Heffalump Hunt. Have you seen the Heffalump mm -hmm. before? 
Don't know. Don't know. He must be kind of obsessed with the colour purple because that's what the, the Vimto <laughs> stuff is. So um, in 2003, Purple Ronnie was dropped out of the advertising and they decided to create a new um, advertising campaign revolving around the benefits of slurpling the purple. How do you think you slurple the purple? A drink. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, there were two new characters that entered the advertising campaign in 2006, Billy and his dad's pants. So um, there'd be lots of little short ads, such as despite turning up at the swimming pool with his dad's pants in the middle of a rolled-up towel, um, Binny, Billy gets in trouble and loses them, that sort of stuff. Uh, lots of silly little sketches, and then they end up drinking Vimto, and uh, everything turns out okay. So uh, Vimto is currently produced by Refreshco um, in Yorkshire, and the Nichols family moved out of manufacturing in 2003 when they closed up their sites. Um, it's also manufactured in Yemen, in Saudi Arabia, and Ghana as well. The... What do you call it? Recipe. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, changed a little in 2014 as they began to include artificial sweeteners. And um, so they're starting to move into various different types or variations of Vimto. So, uh, as I said, originally just a cordial, but the version that we're looking at today is the uh, Vimto Fizzy. Hmm. What do you think uh, makes them different? Uh Bubbly. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Pumped it full of bubbles. So the dilutable, dilutable that's the word I'm looking for, dilutable version is Vimto Cordial, and the carbonated premix is Vimto Fizzy. Um, all packaged uh, overseas. We don't get them here in Australia. But um, there are some other variations of Vimto. They have a slushy variety. Uh, Vimto bars, Vimto lollipops, rip rolls, candy sprays, and jelly babies. So uh, it's a very unique flavour. Um, they have a summer flavour, which has ingredients such as orange and apple, which to me is already cordial flavours. Um, it can be served hot or cold in its cordial form. So if you make it as a, a hot Vimto, it's just adding boiling water to your um, cordial concentrate. And so that's often drunk um, over the, the wintry months as a warm, refreshing, spiced drink. Um, and then it can be taken to sporting events in vacuum flasks to, uh, you know, sit and watch your favourite football team with a warm Vimto wrapped around your hands. <laughs> but uh, then you can flip side when it comes to summery months and have it uh, refreshingly cold as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other variations of Vimto that have been introduced over the years are a cherry and strawberry um, variation. The Vimto Remix consists of mango, strawberry and pineapple. And then in 2019, they had a strawberry, orange and lime mix added to the, uh, to the brand. So there you go. That's the uh, brief history of Vimto. Similar to Ribena, but not quite, um, as the recipe for uh, Vimto has this flavour of grape, raspberry and black currant, whereas um, Ribena is just a black currant based drink. 
So uh, we might take a quick break, and then uh, after this, we will put the spotlight on Vimto and uh, let you know exactly what it tastes like. But uh, if you've tasted Vimto before and want to join the conversation, feel free to jump on the text line 0439 329 713 or the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. So we'll be back to uh, check out Vimto after this. It is time and afternoon delight for us to put the spotlight on uh, today's product, which is Vimto. Now, uh, as I said before, Max, I couldn't track down any Vimto cordial as such, but uh, in the international aisles, I did find Vimto Fizzy, which is the carbonated version. Um, so what do you? What can you tell us about what you see just from the, the can alone? It's got Vimto Fizzy written on it. It's a purple can with lots of fruit and stuff all over it. Yeah, it's kind of looking a bit like a um, a punch almost, the punch bowl with uh, some bits of fruit floating in the top. And it should be a mix of grapes, raspberries and black currants. I'm assuming that the grapes must be uh, green grapes just to break up the the purple colouring because the, even the raspberries look purple in the, the picture on the outside of the can. Righto, so have you popped your can open there? So it's a 330ml can. Looking at the... doesn't actually give us a sugar rating, does it? Oh, 4.6 grams per 100ml. So we're looking at about 12 grams or so sugar per can. Okay, have you had a bit of a sip? Let me know what you think of uh, Vimto Fizzy. I don't know what that tastes like. Yeah. <laughs> Does it have a spiced taste to it, or is it a fruity taste? Fruity. More fruity? Any particular one of the fruits stand out to you? Uh, grape. Uh. Yeah, possibly the grape taste. Kind of, I guess, yeah, if you were doing kind of a wine taste comparison, the grape does stand out a little bit more. It does have a raspberry aftertaste, though, kind of like the Cotty's Raspberry Cordial. Yep. Sort of tastes like a um, passion a drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was hoping for more of a black currant taste to it because I'm a huge Ribena fan, but um, yeah, I'm not really <laughs> not really getting the black currant taste at all. Uh-huh. Uh, the carbonation process gives it a bit of a fizz and bubble, but that's about it. I'm assuming that this is exactly what the Vimto would taste like if it wasn't carbonated as well. Because they haven't added any extra bits and pieces to it to uh, with the carbonation process because it's carbonated water then just the sugar and mixed fruit juices it says it's only 3% um, juice concentrate so of the grape blackcurrant and raspberry the entire can is only 3% juice the rest must be uh, what do they call it energy <laughs> sugar um, there are some artificial sweeteners in there, but uh, can't actually work out which ones. Um, there are some natural extracts from fruit as well in there. There's some herb, barley, malt, and spice. Can you taste any spice, or is it just the fruit? Just the fruit, probably. Hmm. Yeah, I've had a couple of sips now, and it's that, yeah, the raspberry is the flavour that lingers in the end, but, yeah, I think maybe you're right, the grape... It's the the grape taste first, and then the raspberry aftertaste. Uh, yeah. What would you go flavour-wise, recommendations and ranking? 
Is it agreeing with you or uh, pour it down the sink? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good? Thumbs yep. up, thumbs down? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up? Yeah. Really cool. It's a pity we can't. We don't have the cordial version to go hot and cold <laughs> for winter, but uh, we might chat a bit more about that after the break. Um, we'll pop that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Let us know if you've tried Vimpto before. I can see uh, on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, uh, Kat, who was our guest on the show a couple of weeks ago, is not a fan of the <laughs> Hubba Bubba M&Ms. Uh, just a definitive no. <laughs> Uh, as posted up on the page. But um, let us know, 0439 329 713 or the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, where we also post up uh, bits and pieces throughout the show that you can comment on throughout the week. Just before we go to the break, we did have some good news uh, in regards to Cat's Mr. Men Milk. Do you remember chatting about that? Yeah. Uh, There was another person out there who had a vague recollection of it. So it definitely did exist. Uh, but, yeah, keep letting us know on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Uh, if you've heard of some of these products, we're going to be chatting to another person tripping down memory lane a bit later in the show. For now, though, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with our sweetest tune. It is time and afternoon delight for our sweetest tune. Now, uh, Max, considering that the Vimto was originally released as a spiced cordial, bit of a health tonic, uh, I was thinking of going down the line of uh, maybe a tonic song or a spice song. Did any spring to mind for you? Uh, not really. Not really. I've ended up going with uh, Spice Up Your Life. Have you heard that tune before? I uh, don't think so, no. Don't think so? Well, it is the uh, Spice Girls uh, 1997 Spice World album release. Um, and it was kind of uh, the one that shot them through. Like, they'd had a bit of um, publicity and stuff with some of the earlier wannabe and that sort of thing. But Spice Up Your Life was the first big dance pop song with uh, kind of some Latin rhythms, some salsa, samba sort of stuff in there. And uh, it's very much kind of um, a play on words. Spice up your life, of course, meaning, um, you know, make things better. But uh, they're encouraging you to add spice to your life by incorporating the Spice Girls. You possibly have heard it might have been uh, tickling away at the back of your eardrum somewhere. We'll see. <laughs> this is Spice Up Your Life on Afternoon Delight. There you go. That is Spice Up Your Life from the Spice Girls. Uh, have you actually heard that tune before, Max? Was it one that was on your radar or not? I don't think so. No. Don't think so. Ah, is there a generation that's grown up without hearing the Spice Girls? <laughs> uh, what do you think of it? Yeah, it was good. Not too bad? Yeah. Got the the uh, the Latin rhythms and uh, pop princesses? <laughs> <laughs> um, on Afternoon Delight, it's almost 20 minutes away from four. 
after this break, we're going to be chatting to uh, another one of our Facebook friends uh, as they dip their memory back in time to uh, share with us something that they would love to see back on the shelf. So uh, stick around here on OCRFM. Let the world see what you have got. Bring it all back to you. On Afternoon Delight. It is time to bring it on back now, uh, Max. On the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, we put the call out for uh, listeners and friends of the show to uh, let us know what uh, memories they have of snack foods that don't exist anymore. And uh, up on the Facebook page, Steph uh, said that Dove Chocolate was one of those ones from her childhood. So uh, we thought we'd reach out and uh, say good day to Steph. So good afternoon, delight to you, Steph. How's it going? Good. How's everyone else? Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Uh, now, Dove Chocolate was your uh, your jam. Yeah, guilty pleasure of my childhood. Yep. <laughs> what What do you remember of Dove Chocolate? Uh, look, I'm sure that every parent will cringe at this story, and every um, every kid will probably remember doing something similar. But um, it was mainly the uh, this fundraiser chocolate boxes that you got sent home with from um, primary school and such. Um, meant for good intentions, but yep. uh, to my brother and I, it was definitely just a delicious treat um, <laughs> and it become a bit of a a problem because when we would get sent home with them we'd sort of hide it from mum and dad and then um we'd sneak down to like our orchard area and um we'd we'd uh, eat all the good chocolates and uh have our fill yep. and then anything that was left over we'd um actually stash <laughs> in the rock wall hole right. um yeah, so that we could come back later and uh, have another snack on them. Um, it was kind of like a like a lost boys in the wilderness finding yep. a treasure chest. Definitely, kind of thing. probably still some there today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, Max, do they still have those style of fundraisers at school with uh, sending home the chocolate boxes? Yeah, they do. <laughs> what sort of chocolates have they got in them these days? Uh, Freddo frogs, koalas. Yeah, all that, that sort, sort of stuff. stuff. Yep, yep. And uh, so often there was a bit of a prize or an incentive to uh, to sell as many as you could. But uh, was was that the case with you, Steph? Oh, look, we uh, <laughs> I've talked about this with mum and dad, um, reminiscing <laughs> recently, and uh, they have a, a very different version of the story because um, they actually wouldn't find out that we'd come home with chocolate. They, yes. They'd find out later when the school would call them and be like, hey, uh, we need those chocolates back, all the money for them. And obviously we'd eaten all the chocolates, so it was the money option, <laughs> which was not cheap back then. I, th- um, I think that's possibly the way that a lot of these boxes went. Yeah, definitely. It's a bit of a trap, I think, for parents, but it's um, it's fun. Memory making. Definitely. Well, I did a bit of deep diving for you, and uh, Dove Chocolates originated not as a chocolate bar. Oh, wow. So uh, they were first uh, created in Chicago uh, at an ice cream shop. So they started out as ice cream bars. Oh, my God. I would never have guessed that. So um, the the chocolate that uh, you knew and love... Uh, was the chocolate was on the outside of these particular ice creams. And then like a vanilla ice cream in the middle? Yeah, just the centre uh, with yeah vanilla ice cream. Yum. But uh, it's only over the years that they branched from the 
the the chocolate covered ice creams into actual chocolate blocks. Yeah. They had like a it was always like a, a plain um one and then like a caramel filled mm-hmm. as well. Yep, yeah. yep. So by the nineties they had uh, Dove Promises which were little kind of uh, bite-sized pieces and in a wrapper that had kind of a, a, you know, nice little message on the inside. No. But, uh, yeah, the the Dove chocolate blocks and Dove chocolate bars um, didn't come until kind of the, the late 70s, early 80s after the little family business um, got passed from father to son and then taken over by Mars Chocolates. Right. But uh, there is still Dove Chocolate out in the world. What? Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm sorry to say that it doesn't appear that uh, it's here in Australia as such. Um, the closest we've got, similar sort of product, is the Galaxy Bars, um, which you'll find in the the celebrations box and of course that's a mars company no way. product that's, that would be why i love them so much i'm not like <laughs> i'm not a favorite box type of person i'm definitely the celebrations like yep. um that would explain it <laughs> so they had a dove truffle which was in the celebrations box up until 2011 and that got replaced by twix but mm-hmm. uh these days yeah the the dove the closest you're going to come to unfortunately is the the galaxy bar look i think i can um I think I'm happy to swap that out because the Galaxy bars are pretty good. Pretty good. I'm, I'm even thinking now, looking at the, the logo, so the Dove chocolate had kind of a similar look to the Galaxy bar. Oh. The Galaxy bar is actually written in that swirled chocolate font that looks very much like the, the Dove brand. <sighs> Conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> very much so. I was ho- I was hoping that it had absolutely nothing to do with the uh, Dove hand cream and soap products. Thankfully, they're two, I, two different <laughs> products. Yeah, I always wondered that as a kid, and I'm not going to lie, I still kind of do. Like, are they somewhat the same brand? <laughs> no, <laughs> they've got <laughs> absolutely nothing to do with each other. You don't have to go and eat your soap. And um, did you find anything out about, like, why a Dove? Okay, so the there was a little story behind that. Um, I think it was just the name of the candy shop. Right. So it was a Greek-American guy by the name of Leo Stephanos, and he opened Dove Candies and Ice Cream. Can't tell you why it was called Dove, but uh, the Dove Bar was the, the ice cream dipped in chocolate. Maybe because sweets and stuff, you know, bring peace to people. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> but uh, there you go. So if you are trying to track down... Dove chocolate, the closest you're going to get here in Australia is the Galaxy Bar. Awesome. So glad we could help you with that one. Thank you so much. <laughs> Our absolute pleasure. Thanks for uh, jumping on the, the Facebook page and thanks for having a chat today, Steph. All right. Thanks for having me. We will be back with a recipe right after this. You're listening to Afternoon Delight. <laughs> Afternoon Delights, time for us to share a recipe. Max, what have you got us that's a bit of a Vimto-inspired recipe to share? 
It's a Vint, Ventmo milkshake. Milkshake, okay. Cordial flavoured milkshake. Uh, what mm-hmm. do we need? Uh, Ventmo milk, strawberries, ice cream. So it's going to have a bit of a tropical flavour to it, perhaps? Yep. A bit more of a... Oh, actually, no, with all the spice and the grapes and stuff. I don't know what it'll taste like, actually. Uh, what do we need to do? You just need to um, put everything into a blender and then um, blend it all up. Couldn't be simpler. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's um, that's the, the deal. Awesome. Well, we've just stuck that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page if people want to have a go at uh, making their own Vimto-inspired uh, drink. And... Uh, also on the, the list, there's a few different Vimto-style drinks. Um, they are all non-alcoholic, as far as I can tell. Um, but uh, there's a Vimto smoothie there, um, a hibiscus cocktail. Have you ever had a hibiscus flavour? Don't think so. It's a very potent um, kind of perfumey taste. It's a based on... It's a flower... Um, that has a very strong perfume. But, um, yeah, a lot of them mixing it up with various types of fruit. So, uh, papier vimto or mango vimto. And, yeah, that uh, banana banana one as well, the smoothie and uh, milkshake. Good stuff. Um, we'll stick that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and uh, people can have a go at that at home. Uh, We're going to take the quickest of quick breaks and we'll be back to wrap up the show with a bit of news right after this. Okay, it is some breaking news this week for uh, snack lovers out there. Max, are you a fan of Tasty Tubes? Have you got any idea what they are? Because <laughs> these oh, are yeah. actually one of the items that came up on our hunt uh, when we asked people what's a snack that doesn't exist anymore that you'd like to see back on the shelf. And uh, Tasty Tubes was one of the suggestions. So they were pulled from the shelves about six years ago, but Smiths have confirmed that they are returning. So... There are savoury, they're kind of like cheesels, but more a barbecue flavour, like a tomatoey barbecue flavour. I was never a huge fan of them, but uh, my brother absolutely loved them. He would constantly have these, um, a pack of these in his car all the time. <laughs> he just seemed to be constantly snacking on them. But uh, there is a few bags starting to appear in small shops, and uh, people that have been campaigning online have been rewarded with um, some of the the first bags back on the back on the shelf. <laughs> so there was a campaign launched in December to bring the snacks back. Um, the Bring Back Tubes Facebook page uh, has just recently, like just this week, had a photo shared by uh, one of the women with her bag of golden tubes. And uh, lots of <laughs> jealous onlookers with, wow, how did you get that sort of thing? So, um, 
yeah, if you're a fan of Tubes, they are going to be back within uh, the next couple of months. Um, the the woman has already opened the bag, so she knows that they taste exactly the same as uh, they originally did. They were quite popular throughout the 1970s, and all the way through the, the 90s, they were axed around 2001. Uh, they revived back in 2007 and then culled again in 2015. So uh, we'll see how long they last this time, if uh, if they stay on the market or not. But there you go. That's our late breaking news here on Afternoon Delight. But for now, it is time for us to get out of here. Thank you very much for uh, tuning into our Vimto edition of the show today. We'll pop it up as a podcast for uh, listeners to take a listen back to. Big thanks to Steph for also getting in contact. And uh, hopefully this time next week we'll be out of lockdown, Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, fingers and toes crossed. Uh, as always, <laughs> if you want to get in contact with the show, head to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page or uh, send an email to lolly at ocrfm.org.au. But that's it from us. We'll catch you later. Bye-bye. See ya. Working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together Makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you Is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight 